Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. We're now in uh, Revelation chapter 11, and I hope that uh, our internet connection or signal today is good, okay? Because uh, <laughs> this is, uh, oh, well, all our topics are important, right? And we don't want you to miss this. Now, Revelation chapter 11, there is something in this chapter that I want to make emphasis okay so let me just read it to you revelation 11 verses 1 to 19 verse 1 uh, this is john he said i was given a reed like a measuring rod and was told go and measure the temple of god and the altar and its worshipers but exclude the outer court do not measure it because it has been given to the Gentiles. They will trample on the holy city for 42 months. Verse 3, and, and I will appoint my two witnesses, and they will prophesy for 1,260 days, clothed in sackcloth. Verse 4, they are the two olive trees and the two lampstands, and they stand before the Lord of the earth. Now, we know that there are a lot of theories and interpretations concerning the two olive trees and the two lampstands. But that is not what I am going to discuss. Okay, So, you can do your own research on that. But if you ask me, I believe these are two literal <laughs> persons. Okay? Um, all right, verse 5. If anyone tries to harm them, fire comes from their mouths and devours their enemies. This is how anyone who wants to harm them must die. They have power to shut up the heavens so that it will not rain during the time they are prophesying. And they have power to turn the waters into blood and to strike the earth with every kind of plague as often as they want. So, these are the two witnesses. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's like the uh, Moses and Pharaoh encounters, confrontations once again, okay? But this is version two. Now, let's proceed to verse seven. It says, now, when they have finished their testimony, the two witnesses, the beast that comes out from the abyss will attack them and overpower and kill them. Their bodies will lie in the public square of the great city, which is figuratively called Sodom and Egypt, where also their Lord was crucified. Why Sodom and Egypt? Okay, but not literally called Sodom and Egypt. It says figuratively figuratively okay take note of that now verse 9 it says for three and a half days some from every 
people, tribe, language, and nation will gaze on their bodies and refuse them burial. The inhabitants of the earth will gloat over them and will celebrate by sending each other gifts. See this? <laughs> it's like Christmas. <laughs> okay? Because these two prophets had tormented those who live on the earth. So this is more than just a pandemic. Okay? Because they have what? It says they have the power. Okay? They have power to shut up the heavens so that it will not rain during the time they are prophesying. Okay, that's verse 6. And they have power to turn the waters into blood and to strike the earth with every kind of plague as, as often as they want. Take note of that. So here's the thing. So uh, there's a possibility, okay, that uh, there's going to be a great drought, right? Because there's not going to be rain <laughs> for a long time. No? For as long as what? They are prophesying during the time of their prophesying. So how long is that? Let's go back to verse 3. The Lord says, I will appoint my two witnesses and they will prophesy for 1,260 days. That is 42 months, which is equivalent to three and a half years so can you imagine okay uh, three and a half years no rain well so okay so let's just pr uh, continue verse what verse are we um, let me see and so verse 11 but after the three and a half days the breath, breath of God from uh, breath of life from God entered them, and they stood on their feet, and terror struck those who saw them. Then they heard a loud voice from heaven, saying to them, "Come up here," and they went up to the heaven in a cloud, while their enemies. Look on. At that very hour, there was a severe earthquake, and a tenth or ten percent of the city collapsed. Seven thousand people were killed in the earthquake, okay? And the survivors were terrified and gave glory to the God of heaven. Uh, verse 14 the second woe has passed the third woe is coming soon okay this now verse 15 is about the seventh trumpet okay verse 15 the seventh angel sounded his trumpet and there were loud voices in heaven which said the kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our lord and of his messiah and of his christ and he will reign forever and ever and the 24 elders who were seated on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshipped God, saying, We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. The nations were angry 
Okay, the nations were angry. And your wrath has come. The time has come for judging the dead and for rewarding your servants, the prophets, and your people who revere your name, both great and small, and for destroying those who destroy the earth. So you see, God is a God of retribution. Those who will destroy the earth, those who will harm mankind, you know, the day will come when God will do the vindication. <laughs> okay? That's why the Bible says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Okay? As again, the Lord at the time will, uh, will begin to reign in great power. Okay? And then the nations were angry, angry, for his wrath has come. Okay? And then what follows next? That, you know, the judging, uh, judgment, uh, judging of the dead and, 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 and the rewarding uh, of the servants and the prophets of your people who revere God's name, etc., etc. Now, verse 19, this is the last verse I'd like to read with uh, in, in in Revelation 11 um, it says then God's temple in heaven okay in heaven okay was opened and within his temple was seen the ark of his covenant and there came flashes of lightning rumblings and peals of thunder an earthquake and a severe hailstorm Hailstorm. Okay. So, what are we going to discuss in this chapter? You know, I understand that, you know, most Christians are excited to hear about Revelation chapter 12 and Revelation, and most Christians are afraid of Revelation chapter 13. Okay, we will get to that. But before chapter 12 which is next sunday and then the next sunday will be the next sunday after next sunday after that is chapter 13 i want you to please focus your hearts and your minds on chapter 11 okay this is our topic today chapter 11 what about chapter 11 okay friends family i would like to make emphasis on the temples remember okay we just read to you two temples in chapter 11 okay all right so and why is it that uh, this temple is very significant it's very important it's uh, an important discussion concerning the end times because the third temple, or what they call in Israel, the third house. Okay? The third house is a landmark. Okay? Especially for us Christians, it is a landmark for us to know the times. Okay? How much longer <laughs> does this world going to be before the end will come? Okay? So... Again, the third temple is what? A landmark. 
Okay, at the moment, at the present moment, we have no idea. Okay, I mean, th that's why they said we live in times of uncertainty because we don't know the times. We know what's going to happen next. Okay, we, we can reiterate to you the uh, progression, okay, or let's just say um, the chronological order of events of end time events we can we can say that you know we can show it to you okay we can discuss those but the timing we don't know which i would like to uh make comment on that later okay so stay with us stay tuned uh let's go back to um uh verse one and i was given a read like a measuring rod and i was told go measure the what the temple of god and the altar and its worshipers. Remember this, the temple of God. Now look, if you go to Israel right now, there is no temple of God there. Okay? You will not see anything uh, erected that is part, you know, of the, 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 the temple, of this temple. Okay? Referring to this temple, the third temple, the third house. And the, the Jewish people have been dreaming about the third temple. Now, look, do I believe that uh, there's going to be a rebuilding of the third temple? Of course. We believe there's going to be a third temple. Why? Because the Bible says there is going to be a third temple. Now, in Revelation 11, remember, there is a third temple. Okay? Now, if you're not convinced, let me, let me just, you know, very quickly show you the eight temples okay number one we have solomon's temple or, or the first temple in first kings chapter 5 to chapter 8 okay and then the second temple was zerubbabel's second temple which was repaired uh what we call this upgraded or rebuilt by king herod i mean herod okay he uh, that's the second temple uh, matthew 21 matthew 24 John chapter 2. The, the, the second temple was built by Zerubbabel, uh, Hegei chapter 1 to chapter 2, Ezra chapter 3. Okay, so those are the scriptures. It's not in our notes. Uh, okay, so just... Uh, okay, the, the, the third temple, which is the coming third temple, is the future temple in the days of the Antichrist. No, what we call in the New Testament as the Antichrist. That's Daniel chapter 9, Daniel chapter 11, verse 45, Daniel 9:27, Daniel 12:7, Matthew 24:15, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 3 to 4. That's the third temple. Okay? All right? So Plus Revelation 11. So you see, is there going to be a third temple? Yes. Okay. The Bible confirms that there's going to be a third temple. Now, what is the fourth temple? The fourth temple is the present temple in heaven. Okay. The Bible says there is a temple in heaven. Okay. That's Revelation 7.15. Revelation 11.19. Revelation 14.15. Revelation uh, and, and verse 17, uh, uh, Revelation 16, 17. Okay, so, uh, okay. There's a temple in heaven. I, I'll read to you the verse later. So, 
you will not doubt if there is a temple in heaven. Okay, number five, the future temple in the days of our Messiah. Okay, that is Ezekiel chapter 40 to 48. You know, that is very interesting to read. This future temple, you see? So the, te the third temple is not going to be the temple uh, during the, the time of the real Messiah. Okay, the third temple is uh, is marked is uh, uh, what do you call this it's a link okay related to the appearing of the the false messiah but then when the the the, the our messiah the real one will come there's going to be another temple okay if you want the description it's ezekiel 40 to 48 okay uh in fact in ezekiel 47 uh, it says that there is going to be a water flowing from the temple. Ha! Can you imagine that? Water flowing from the temple. And he brought me back to the... So you, you read it yourself, okay? It's all there. So can you imagine a temple and there's a river flowing? And that it says wherever the river goes, every living creatures that swarms will live. And there will be, there will be very many fish. And this water goes there and the water that the waters of the sea may become fresh <laughs> so everything will live where the river goes verse 10 says fishermen will stand beside the sea also oh, so there is a sea from i don't know where this place engedi to eneglaim it will be a place for the spreading of nets so its fish will be of very many kinds like the fish of the great sea and on the banks and on both sides of the river there will grow all kinds of trees for food hallelujah and it says their leaves their leaves will not wither okay that is going to be during the time when our lord messiah reigns that's why we say maranatha come lord jesus lord fast forward you're coming Whew, hallelujah i want to be in the city you know uh with this kind of life and and and, and bliss hallelujah okay it says their leaves will not wither nor their fruit fail but they will bear fresh fruit every month can you imagine that every month is a season for all the trees for all fruit bearing trees hallelujah imagine that you don't need to put fertilizer you don't need to you know do all these farming techniques and methods because why why are all these uh, trees flourishing and bearing much fruit every month always a season okay there's no stopping why the, the reason is also written here it says because the water because the water for them flows from the sanctuary hallelujah okay what kind of water that flows okay near the river banks where these trees are you know are the are bearing fruit the water is from the sanctuary from the temple so this gives me an idea of hydroponics right <laughs> hydroponics 
and aquaponics. You know why aquaponics? Because there are so many fishes, okay, and there, there, there's this river, but the, the, the fertilizer is like from the presence of God, okay? It's from the temple. It goes, it flows, and because of that, it causes the trees to bear fruit non-stop, monthly, okay? Whew! Exciting, right? And it says their fruit will be their fruit will be for food and their leaves for healing. Now this is Ezekiel chapter 47. So you can read that yourself. Okay? No, no, look, look. Just one last the last chapter says Ezekiel 48, 35 says the circumference of the city shall be eighteen thousand cubits. And the name of the city from that time on, from that time on, shall be the Lord is there. So you see, when is this future temple going to be? It is going to be established when our Lord Yeshua HaMashiach comes to reign on in, uh, sorry, in Jerusalem. So, hallelujah. Okay, but of course, there is another temple, okay, uh, 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 the, the, um, let me, this, uh, okay, look, look, three figurative temples, okay? The first figurative temple is the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is us, okay? Our physical body, the physical body of every believer is the temple of the Holy Spirit, okay? That's one. Number two. Second figurative temple will be the Christian community, which is the body of Christ. We, all of us are members of the body of Christ. So every one of us, uh, uh, we belong to the, the body of Christ or the Christian community. This is the temple of God. Okay. Right? Okay. So you can read that in Ephesians chapter 2, 2 Corinthians 6, 2, uh, 1 Corinthians 3. So... But the third figurative temple, this is the last one, okay? Okay? The, the Bible says there's not going to be a temple at this time. You know, when you see the new, the new everything made new and why? Because God and the Lamb are its temple. So, that is not my topic. That's going to be... We will make mention of that temple when we get to Revelation 21. So, I'm sorry I cannot make... Give more details to that, but you know, there. I know. Okay, look, look. I believe now that you've heard that there's going to be a future temple when when Messiah. Thank you, Sister. When our Lord Messiah comes, behold, He comes. Okay, when He comes, and Hallelujah establishes never-ending kingdom. Hallelujah. Okay. Now you, we will experience a government without corruption. You know, uh, th there's justice because men, we are not perfect. We are corrupted by sin, and so what do you think? Okay, but when Jesus, the Messiah, comes and reign as the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, so Hallelujah! Now. There is going to be true shalom or peace, okay? And what I'm excited about is, you know, hallelujah, we were in Singapore and the best place that, you know, I can remember in Singapore when we, you know, had vacation with, 
you know our family the best place for me is the wh what do you call that sweetheart the bay gardens by the bay i'm sorry forgotten <laughs> but uh because you know you you can see all this this the, the, the and so many things that i can appreciate about you know from from the the smallest detail that you can see in that um big greenhouse you know <laughs> amazing it's like my heart will burst into a song how great are thy works O lord thy thoughts are very deep how great are thy works how great are thy works how great are thy works O lord can you imagine if now here on earth we see those things living things and you know we 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 we're, we stand amazed you know how much more when jesus comes okay hallelujah <laughs> it, it's like i could imagine that the almost all places is going to is going to be like a garden beautiful hallelujah lord come lord jesus now let's go back to our topic okay so that's the future temple uh but before that there is going to be what we call the third temple the third temple okay so again the we uh, that's in uh, verse one okay the third temple okay um and it says but exclude the outer court, verse 2, do not measure it, etc., etc., because it has been given to the Gentiles, they will trample on the holy city for 42 months. So, and then verse 3, it says, and I will appoint my, and I will appoint my two witnesses, and they will prophesy for 1,260 days. So, do the math, 42 months plus 1,260 days equals 7 years. So, again, the Bible is consistent that in the last days, there's going to be what? seven years and the landmark is the third temple so when the third temple is erected okay when you see it well then you know that we are on the last seven years okay so don't worry about it you know in fact you you know for me if you understand the whole narrative of the story that's why we told you one of the reasons uh, why we were doing this series is because this is the end game story of god it is god himself who wrote the story and he's saying to it that every bit that was written on it will come to pass because he is not bound in time he already knows everything what's gonna happen okay and what he wants to happen so whatever he determined to happen it will happen and no man no agenda of men can thwart it nothing in this world can stop god from doing what he wants to do 
That's why we all need to fear God and submit to Him. Okay? So, and another reason why we, we want to share this with you is that there are many eventualities. There are many circumstances that you can find. Okay? Some are literal. Some are figurative. Some are um, symbolic. Okay? Uh, in, in, in this book, but it gives you a hint. If you're listening to the Holy Spirit, you ask God for knowledge, revelation, for wisdom. Because, you know, that just during the, like during the time of Joseph, you know, God showed, um, showed the king a dream that he cannot understand. Okay. And then Joseph, you know, through the Lord, okay, by God's grace, interpreted the, the dream of Nebuchadnezzar, uh, no, no, no. Who, Joseph the dreamer, who was that king? Pharaoh. Right, 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 sorry. So, my brain is so full of uh, insights. So, anyway, okay. So, but then it demanded or it called for, for, for those people living in those days preparation. Okay, so the same in the same manner, this is very important. The book of Revelation is very important. In fact, until the end of days, okay, the Lord gave this message, addressed it, and communicated the book of Revelation to the churches, to us, okay, because we all belong to one body, the body of Christ. So until today, this is significant, this is relevant, this is for us. As long as the church is here, okay, hallelujah, it is for us, okay? So, guys, uh, let's go back to the third temple. Now, what do we know, what are we expecting about this third temple? Um, okay? So I discussed to you the future temple when Jesus comes. Now, I also mentioned to you the temple in heaven. Okay, verse 19, then God's temple in heaven was open. So can, can I first uh, read this before, because uh, the, the, the third temple, I'm going to give you more information about it. So I just want to finish the, 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 the temple in heaven. Okay, so let me explain to you. Uh, because two temples were mentioned here, although I discussed to you three temples. <laughs> because I'm excited to see the temple mentioned in Ezekiel chapter 40 to 48. This temple... <laughs> okay, let's go back to our topic. I'm sorry, I'm sorry again. So let this, uh, let's see... Or let's, I want to give you more details about verse 19. Then God's temple in heaven was open. So, um, uh, there is a temple indeed right now in heaven. Okay. Uh, let's read the um, first Revelation chapter 7. Chapter 7 verse Verse 15, okay? Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve Him day and night in His temple. Okay? 
in the throne of God. So where is the throne of God right now? Literally, the throne of God is where God is. Okay? So it says, it says here, uh, they, who are this they? Uh, these are the people who came out of the great tribulation. These are the people who were martyred for their faith. Hallelujah. These are the people who love God more than their own lives. Okay, and they 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 are they showed you know true love, uh, uh, loyalty, and faithfulness. And and uh, well, but even though they died a hero's death, okay, they were martyred for their faith, for their love for God. Okay, you know you cannot die for God. If you don't love God more than life, yeah, that's the truth. Because if you love your life more than God, then you will not, if, if you were asked, you will not give your life for Him. But you will give your life for someone you love. Okay? Right? If you love your, your spouse, you know, you can give your life, you know. For that person. So let, let's go back here. It says, the, the, They, those people who died for Christ, for their faith in Christ, bef they are before the throne of God and serve Him day and night in His temple. So there is a temple, okay, before the throne of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. So... So you see, there is a temple in heaven. Uh, another verse is uh, in uh, chapter 14 of same book, Revelation 14, verse, uh, what verse is this? 15. Okay. Revelation 14, 15. It says, Then another angel came out of the temple. Okay. Another angel came out of the temple. Where is this? In heaven. Okay. And called out, called in a loud voice to him who was sitting on the cloud. Take your sickle and reap. Because the time to reap has come. For the harvest of the earth is ripe. So he, was, so he who was seated on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth. And the earth was harvested. Now, take note. Verse 17 says, Another angel came out of the... Of the what? Of the temple. Okay? Another angel came out of the temple in... Where? In heaven. Let me read that again. So, I may make myself clear. Okay? Chapter 14, verse 17 in book of Revelation says, Another angel came out of the temple in heaven. So, is there a temple in heaven? There is a temple in heaven. Okay? Uh, so, during the time where the earth will be harvested, okay, uh, the, those angels who are responsible for giving the order, the command to say, hey, it's time to harvest, these angels came out, okay, will come out of those temple, of that temple, which is in heaven. Hallelujah. Okay, let me give you just one last uh, passage of scripture concerning 
the temple in heaven. Okay, that's uh, chapter 16, uh, verse 17. Chapter 16, verse 17 says, The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and out of the temple came a loud voice from the throne saying, It is done. Oh, hallelujah. So guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you are reading the book of Revelation, now you know that there are many uh, different temples um, in different places <laughs> and in different time. Okay? And uh, don't be confused because uh, there's going to be a temple in heaven and there's going to be a coming third house or the third temple here. Now, now let's talk about the third house. Okay? The third temple. Let me just uh, check my notes. Aha. Uh -huh. I don't know what I want to read here about the third house. Okay. So here's, here's the thing about the third house. The third house. <laughs> okay. Where am I going to start? Okay, let's just start with the... Because I know the question you have in your mind. I believe the question is when. Okay? Now you we all believe that there's going to be a third house. It's 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 obvious. It's it's very vivid. It's it's clear. It's in the Bible. So the thing is when we don't know when, but we can give you uh the when. Okay? Let, uh, let's turn to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and I will be reading from verses 1 to 12, okay? Again. Okay? Uh this is not in the notes that I gave John, so you know, but I think uh, he's going to uh, post it, uh, paste it in the comment box so you can read them too. So I'm reading in a NIV version of Second Thessalonians chapter two, verses one to twelve. Now, if you want to read it in in King James, okay, um, good, okay. Because it's more weighty when you read in King James. And why am I reading it in NIV? Because uh, most people can clearly understand NIV than King James, okay? <laughs> All right, so what is the point for, for reading uh, in a version that you, you cannot comprehend, you know? Better read it in a version that you can comprehend, right? So now, all right. It's there. Okay, it's there. Thank you, John. So, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and we will be reading from verses 1 to verse 12. Again, this is a warning. Uh, this, this warns all believers about the apostasy and the man of lawlessness. Apostasy and a man of lawlessness. Okay? Because uh, the, 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 through this uh, passage of Scripture, you know, the Bible reveals that uh, there will be an event, okay? There's, there's going to be a phenomenon that will, uh, an event that, you know, Christians will, will abandon their faith 
and it's it's going to shake the church it's going to cause a lot of pain and it's actually starting to happen it has started in in in, in many christians especially not in the philippines you know in other nations they, they are so uh, courageous you know to to come to the in the open you know they 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 they, they renounce their faith in christ so for us here in the third world country um i hope that uh second thessalonians will serve as a warning to us that not to follow them not to be part of the fulfillment of this apostasy so let's read verse one it says concerning the coming of our lord jesus christ and our being gathered to him we ask you brothers and sisters verse two not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by the teaching allegedly from us whether by a prophecy or by the word of mouth or by letter asserting that the day of the lord has already come people that's why i don't believe in uh, preterism you know that the day of the lord has already come because for them jesus is not gonna come there's not going the rapture is not gonna happen because you know we're going to stay <laughs> never mind guys read verse one okay and if you read the book of revelation you realize that that those end time prophecies and events have not happened yet they may happened you know uh, uh, look alike a similar thing in the past but not as what the scripture describes it to be okay it's not as literal as it was described in the book of revelation what's gonna happen uh, during the 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 breaking of the seals the seven seals the seven trumpets and the seven bowls okay it's those things has not happened yet not yet okay so the same thing uh, in the same manner uh, when uh, in verse one the, the the apostle said hey don't believe the the, the in in those teachings in those uh, 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 news or reports that says asserting that the day of the lord has already come okay because that's not look when jesus comes everyone will know okay the sky will be open you know the, the sky will you know will roll like a scroll and, and 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 every eye will see and you will hear the trumpet trumpet sorry trumpet blast and you will see jesus coming down okay with his angels and and the saints or that's the second coming by the way so anyway uh and so when somebody says the messiah is there i mean the, the the saviors you know somewhere don't believe him okay don't believe him all right so let's go back to to what we're reading verse 3 don't let anyone deceive you in any way for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness or the man of sin is revealed the man doomed to destruction or what the bible calls the man of perdition verse 4 he will oppose okay and exalt himself over everything that is called god or is worship okay meaning to say he will oppose all that 
that uh, that is called God. <laughs> okay, what? Okay, so that he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. So because he wanted to be God. So, okay, verse 3, again, before the, the man of lawlessness will be revealed, okay, what will happen? Apostasy will come first. Okay, apostasy means people will, will depart from the faith. Okay, but again, don't let this be you. Don't let this be your friend. Don't walk away from the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't walk away from believing. Don't walk away from following the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, amen. Do not join the gang of, uh, of, of professing Christians, okay, who will abandon the faith, okay. And you don't have to be part of the fulfillment of this prophecy called apostasy. You don't have to be part of it. Let this not be you, friends. Okay? There is no need, absolutely no need for you to be one of the betrayers. You don't want to be a traitor one day. You stand before God and, you know, how can you stand before God and you know you have betrayed him. You know, it, it, that is very hard. You know, I, I mean, so guys, um, hallelujah. So let's continue. Verse 5 says, don't you remember, verse 5, don't you remember that when I was with you, I used to tell you these things. Okay. What things? Verse 6. And now you know what is holding him back. Who? The Antichrist. The false messiah. The man of sin, the man destined or doomed to destruction, okay? Someone is holding him back, okay? Verse 6, and now you know what is holding him back, so that he may be revealed at the what? At the proper time. For the secret power of lawlessness is already at work. When? Almost 2,000 years ago, okay? The secret power of lawlessness. So there are secret meetings of secret people, you know, planning together. These are lawless people, sinful people who are working ever since the time of, of, of the Apostle Paul. <laughs> but it says... So that is why there is uh, what the Bible calls spirit of the Antichrist. The spirit of the Antichrist has been working, okay, ever since until today, okay? But the Bible says, although it's already at work, lawlessness is already at work during that time, but the one who holds it back, will continue to do so until he is taken out of the way. See that? So, verse 8, it says, And then the lawless one will be revealed. Okay? Then the Antichrist, the false Christ, will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming. Whoa. Okay. Now, listen. Listen. I did mention to you about the, the coming third temple. But before the temple 
will be erected. Okay? The, the man of lawlessness will be revealed. Okay? And before the man of lawlessness will be revealed, it says that there's going to be a rebellion. There's going to be a, an apostasy. Okay? So here's the thing. Apostasy, it's already given. But there is, there are, there is something, there is a ceremony that is required to build temples. Okay? Now, let, let me share to you what is this ceremony. It's called the purification ceremony. Okay? If you uh, went to, to Israel uh, for a pilgrimage or whatever, you know, those um, tour guides will, will, will tell you about purification. You know, they have a personal way of doing it. They will show you how they... they, they bath themselves they, you know things like that but anyway uh, but this, uh, regarding the temple they they need to purify to cleanse they need to consecrate the priests the the, the things etc and one of which that they will use for purification is the ashes of a red heifer now, what is a red heifer? I wish we could show you a video, but we cannot. You know, yesterday, while I was preparing, uh, 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 anyway, I, you can find it in the internet, by the way, okay? Um, we, we really, a lot of things I missed yesterday because we didn't have internet. <laughs> um, and... Uh, I mean, by the time that I was preparing this, we didn't have internet. That's why uh, I need to work on this after this 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 service because I I need to preach in another church after this service. Um, okay, go, going back. So again, there's going to be this ceremony, the red heifer ceremony. It's a purification ceremony, so that right after the ceremony. Okay, they can start to rebuild the third house. But before that, they need the Messiah, they, what they call the Messiah. But in the New Testament, he is called the false Messiah. <laughs> okay, but for the Jews, it's, it's going to be the Messiah. Okay, but we read in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that this Messiah will not come until less there's going to be a rebellion first where, where you see there's uh, evil is going to rise on earth and, and we're, we're smelling it right now evil is rising lawlessness is rising right now there's a lot of foolish and stupidity and in deceit and happening around the world right now okay the the so much false fake news so much Lies, so much deception going on right now. Unless you are, you know, soaked in the word of God, in, in, in the scriptures, you know, you can be deceived too. That is why we cannot remove 
the end time prophecies from the current events. You cannot just take that away. Okay, you cannot throw the scripture out of the window. Okay, you must discern the signs of the times through the lens of scripture. That is very important, friends. Family, we are living in the days, the last, the last kingdom, the fourth kingdom is a, a kingdom of deceit. There's so much deception going on during that reign before Jesus comes, okay? Uh, and that is why we want you to read scriptures, read Revelation, read the book of Daniel, read Zechariah, read Joel, you know, read, there's so much to read in scriptures. Read the book of Genesis so you understand the ways of the Lord, okay? Hallelujah, I love you all. So, so why am I saying this? Because there is an order, okay? There's a chronological order in the Bible. So you see, apostasy check. The next thing is the appearing of the Antichrist, right? Because he must appear first so that they can start the purification. Because, you know, without him, they cannot build the they cannot build the temple okay the, the 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 he must appear before but okay so when is the antichrist okay when is he going to appear go back to verse to verse 6 it says and now you know what is holding him back okay what is holding him back okay the restrainer okay because he will be revealed at a what at a proper time so the holy spirit the restrainer will continue to restrain him so question when is this third temple gonna happen is it, the third temple will be re, will be rebuilt when the 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 messiah the false messiah will come okay but when is the false messiah uh, when is he going to appear he will be revealed at the proper time that's what the bible says when is that proper time we don't know but we will know because the bible says when the restrainer okay, will be taken out of the way, then he will be revealed. Okay? So, what is holding him back right now? It is what? It is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one restraining him. Okay? By the time that the Holy Spirit will no longer restrain him, then he will appear. So, again, the restrainer is the only thing that is keeping the the, the the AC from appearing. Okay? So when will the restrainer be taken out of the way? We don't know. How long will the Holy Spirit restrain? We don't know. But we only know that until it is the right time. <laughs> okay? So when do we when are we go when is the right time? When is the proper time for the restrainer uh, for the for the AC? to be revealed when it's time it's time okay you will know it because 
it will be announced. Okay? We have the internet, so you know. We will know. And then, at that time, we also know that the restrainer is taken out of the way. So, friends, ladies and gentlemen, the, 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 that's the ingredient. Now, now look, about the, the red heifer, you know, may, maybe some of you, you know, um, do not understand about the red heifer, which is the purification ceremony. Okay. Uh, you can read that in Numbers chapter 19. Okay. The red heifer is the key to redemption according to the Jews. Okay. Remember, this is according to the, to the Jews. For them, this is the key to redemption. Now, the world is chaotic. It's getting worse. And for them, the more we need, they need the red heifer because this is the key to redemption, according to the Jews. Second, the red heifer is the key to the rebuilding of the third temple. Okay? Because for the Jews, they can unite all religions to submit to, to Judaism through the third temple. That's why they are so zealous to, to build the third temple. Number three, the third, uh, the red heifer is the last piece they need for the rebuilding of the third temple. Now, just this year, 2021, uh, October, okay, they, 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 they found the red heifer. It's five months old. And the Bible requires, uh, in Genesis 15, the Lord said to him, to Abraham, bring me a heifer, a goat and a ram. It's three years old along with a dove and a young pig. So, three years old. So, concerning the red heifer to be offered uh, for the purification ceremony so that they can start to rebuild the third temple, it must be three years old. So, if, if the red heifer that, you know, that was found uh, several months ago was five months old, so, you have to do the math, okay? To <laughs> so, you know uh, when is the time or the proper time that they can offer the, the red heifer, okay, um, for the purification ceremony. So, we really don't know. Maybe two years from now. Or 20 years from now, within 20 years from now, or 200 years from now, we don't know. But the red heifer is five months old already. And, and, and for some of the rabbis, 2020 was the year of the red heifer. 2021 was the year that the red heifer must be brought to Israel. So think about that. And, and now with the economic system collapsing, you know, nations may be needing a Messiah, a Savior who will save them economically. Now, what is the, what is the qualifications for the, the coming Messiah, okay, according to the Jews? Okay, what Orthodox Jews, Orthodox Jews are expecting with the, with the coming Messiah? Or what are the qualifications for the Messiah according to Orthodox Jews? So in, 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 in Messiah and Judaism, okay, these are their key beliefs, okay? Okay, but first, first, okay, wait, wait, wait. Messiah or Mashiach, 
refers specifically to a, a, a Jewish king, okay, who is expected to save the Jewish nation and will be anointed with holy anointing oil and rule the Jewish people during the messianic age. That's, that's what they believe. Now, take note, they don't believe in our Jesus, in, uh, in the Lord Jesus Christ as the Messiah, okay? They don't believe in the New Testament, okay? So they don't believe in Yeshua bar Yosef as the Messiah. So what type of a Messiah they believe in? What, what, what kind or what are the, the, the characteristics of the Messiah that they are expecting, that they're waiting, okay? This is the Messiah that they're waiting. Number one, their Messiah is a man, okay? You can do your research, but their Messiah is a man and a king or a leader of the earth, okay? Or of a great political leader. Number two, Okay, their Messiah will usher an era of peace among the nations. Okay, or world peace, global peace, and harmony. So that is the, that is the agenda of this Messiah. Okay, peace. Meaning to say, he will sign a peace treaty or, or, or he will strengthen a, a seven-year period of peace. Meaning to say, there will be no war for seven years. Okay. So that's the Messiah they're waiting for. Somebody will show up and say, okay, I can make your enemies be at peace with you for 70 years. So they will embrace him. Number three, their Messiah will build the third temple in Jerusalem or they will establish a new temple. So that is the sign for their Messiah. Okay. Number four. Their Messiah will reinstitute the Jewish kingdom or establish a new Jewish government. Meaning to say, uh, is it, going to uh, impose or, or a new set of rules, okay? Reinstitute the Jewish kingdom. So, so, uh, so that's it, okay? And uh, if you want to know about the spirit of the Antichrist that has been working all along, ever since, okay, you can find that in 1 John chapter 4, verse 3, okay? Uh, last part, it says, This is the spirit of the Antichrist which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. Now, in the already in the world. When was this written? Almost 2,000 years ago. 1 John chapter 4, verse 3. So, if the spirit of the Antichrist has been, you know, actively working 2,000 years, almost 2,000 years ago, or 2,000 years ago, how much more today? But the only thing that is keeping him back from appearing, from doing what he wants to do, is the restrainer. Okay, once this restrainer is taken out of the way, then he can play around. Okay, then he can do what he wants to do. But that will not stop God fr from, from, from uh, doing his will. Because our God, okay, our God, the real Messiah, will come after the false messiah so i am not excited about the third temple 
Okay? I am excited about what will happen next after the third temple. Because you see, uh, every fulfillment of prophecy takes us closer to the end. Now, we cannot omit, we cannot skip the third temple before the coming of the real Messiah. So the third temple must happen, must come first. Okay? I want it to, <laughs> to happen now, <laughs> as soon as possible. You know why? So that we no longer live in times of uncertainty because we know and we can count the days. Okay? Uh, the thing is... Um, I am excited to be with the Lord. I want to, 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 to see, to live in a city. To, I want to be in a city where Jesus is Lord and King and Master. Okay? Amen? Um, so, um, friends, don't fear. Don't be afraid about the third temple. Now, they have the red heifer. Okay? And 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 uh, they're just waiting for the red heifer to, you know, uh, because the Bible requires uh, a three-year-old heifer, red heifer, three years, three years old red heifer. So you can tell that there is somehow a a a a time element there, but we cannot tell. So. Could be two years, 20 years, 200 years. We don't know. But one thing we know, we all must be ready. One thing I know, no one will get to 200 years. Okay, Because, we, you know, our, our life duration do not reach 200 years. You know, life expectancy is just within 80 to 100 years or so. Okay, depending on what you eat and your, your lifestyle. Okay. Or less, right? So anyway, uh, but here's the thing. We ought to be ready. Whether two hours from now, two weeks from now, two months from now, two years from now, 20 years from now, 200 years from now. Okay, guys, we have to be ready for the coming of the king. And part of our preparing is the... Uh, the things that we need to know from this book, the end game story of God. Okay, so guys, uh, everything, every event that will occur, okay, in the last days are appointed by God. Okay, even the time that evil will reign, it was allowed by God for a purpose, but but. You know, don't worry. God is in control. God is a faithful father. He can save us. He will protect us. He loves us. He will provide for us. He provided in the wilderness. Okay. When, when the Israelites were, you know, during the Exodus, He provided for them, right? And, uh, but here's one thing for sure, friends. God will bring to pass whatever plan, whatever purpose he had determined in his heart okay and then the end game story is that god's people and his messiah the king of kings lord of lords is the one victorious okay and the lord is going to establish his kingdom on earth 
a never ending kingdom hallelujah and we will be with the lord in his presence you know just worshiping god here on earth and then once you get to a point where you you really can can feel the manifest presence you know the the felt presence of god and and, and there's there's joy that you cannot describe there's this feeling that you want to that you don't want to end you know you just want to stay still in the presence and and, and there's so much joy and love and peace and that's on earth what if what about if we truly literally tangibly exist in the very presence in the very abode of god can you imagine what what joy what bliss what we can experience 24 7 for eternity hallelujah hallelujah that's why friends if if there's something that we want to happen lord fast forward everything we want to see you maranatha come lord jesus come lord jesus come take us to yourself you know if, if the lord will take us to himself right now <laughs> why not okay who would not want that that is that's awesome right it's awesome it is awesome just just like 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 enoch you know god took them and he was gone you know if god will do that to us why not yes lord so be it <laughs> but we're not god okay we will just flow we will just follow whatever you know we our prayer is this you know we we want to ask god for something we we, we want to ask god lord uh, uh, deliver us from the evil one you know but concerning the end times not as we will your will be done lord so now guys that's it we ought to prepare we have a small window of opportunity to share the gospel okay so i want you and i encourage you to share the gospel right you know listen whatever is going on right now i know there is there are issues that's causing division politics the, the science medical whatever you know doctors are divided right now scientists are divided right now i th th there are many things going on right now but don't be part of it okay we're not called to be in that arena okay that is not our fight friends that is not our fight our fight is for the salvation of the lost that is our fight our battle is not against flesh and blood our battle is not against about this thing and about that thing uh, you know i will vote for this uh, politician or that one no that is not our fight don't waste your time our fight friends is the salvation of the lost there's nothing more important than their eternal sin because this is what the lord commissioned us to do once you are you get born again okay corinthians says you are a new creation but we were given ministry 
What kind of ministry? Ministry of reconciliation. That we are the ambassadors of Christ. You know, we are here appealing to people, okay, to go back, be reconciled to God. That is our job. That is our duty. And you see, as the 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 the, the end time prophecies are 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 you know rapidly happening, coming to pass, then you understand that night is coming. Okay? So work while still day. We have a small window of our opportunity to preach the gospel. Share the gospel. Okay? Testify. Testify. Talk about the gospel. Talk about who Jesus is. Share to your friends about the gospel. Okay? And stop talking about things that does not impact eternity because that will count to nothing when you stand before God on judgment day. You know what? What is important to God? What He treasures are souls, people. And so, I want you to focus your heart and your mind on things that are, uh, that means a lot to God. Okay? That means a lot to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and, and you will not regret it. So I love you all. Remember again, our fight is the advancement of the gospel of Christ so that people may come, so that people may encounter, so that people may be confronted with the gospel of Christ and so that they may be given the opportunity to respond or if they reject, it's up to them. If they refuse to believe the gospel, it's up to them. But at least we've done our part. So friends, don't be afraid. Let your social media, let your Facebook be filled with God's word. Okay? I am encouraging you right now. Do it while you can. Preach the gospel. That is our fight. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davao on Facebook where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless.